for unskippable, no click baiting, and cookie free with lots of real followers and likes. Place your sales campaign on SAFM. Radio is still the best place to advertise your business at affordable rates. SAFM with its national footprint and top personalities offer advertisers distinctive opportunities to reach their target audience. Email sales at safm.co.za SAFM, the influencer you can trust. SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Yeah, got a feel for Emma Brown there. She's put up that post on social media. Go check it out on Facebook. She tells us how exactly she feels about this. But let's talk cricket now. The, the Dutch are here to play against the Proteas and Coach Ryan Campbell joins us on the line. Good evening, Coach. Thank you very much for taking our call. Uh, we really appreciate it. No, no worries, mate. Thanks for having us. It's, uh, <laughs> I just was on the phone to my wife and she said it's uh, about four degrees back in the Netherlands and uh, I'm and unfortunately, there's about 23,000 COVID cases Ooh. today. So, uh, we're, yeah, we're pretty happy to be here, to be honest. Yeah, you must be very happy. When did you get here and how's it been, Coach? Yeah, we've, we've been here uh, over a week now. It's been mm. fantastic. We, we were first set up ourselves at uh, Tufts University, mm. uh, where we've been a number of times in the past and we had great facilities there to train. And we've played a couple of games, which has kind of get, got us into the swing of things. And... Um, yeah, we, we moved into the, I guess, the official South African bubble yesterday, and we've got a few couple more training sessions before the big game on Friday. Wonderful. And how big is this tour for your team, Coach, against a full uh, member test-playing nation? Yeah, look, it, it, it's massive. Um, you know, obviously, again, I'm not going to sound too political, but, you know, when we won our way into the Super League and to play against the top 12 nations of the world was always going to be a big deal for Dutch cricket, and... You know, we, we're trying to put Dutch cricket on the map and, and inspire the next generation of kids. And, you know, our first Super League series at home we, was actually the first time ever that Dutch cricket was shown live into, into the Netherlands home. So, you know, it has been a big deal. And, of course, unfortunately, you know, in the last uh, week or so, the, 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 it sounds like the Super League's been scrapped mm. for the next 2027 World Cup cycle, which is really disappointing. But, you know, we're going to make the most of it. We're going to go up against the Proteas, which have been, look, they've been a really good white ball cricket team, you know, for a little while now. They've they've regrouped. They've, they've made some, um, you know, they've introduced some good young players. And, look, we're going to be up against it, of course, but we're going to be competitive and uh, hopefully put uh, Dutch cricket back on the map. And talking about Dutch cricket, Coach Ryan, how is cricket viewed in, in the Netherlands and how is the state of Dutch cricket at the moment? Well, look, it's an interesting one because, you know, Dutch cricket, and I was surprised at this, I'll be honest, I put my hand up and, you know, I was surprised. But Dutch cricket has, you know, been going since 1890. It's oh. been there forever. And there's actually a heap of clubs. But, look, when you talk about sport in the Netherlands, of course, you're going to talk football. Mm. Although I, I quickly tell the football coach that uh, we're ranked higher than him at the moment. <laughs> I, I think we're 11th in the world in ODIs, but I think they're a bit lower than us. So, although, look, they, look, it is. You know, yeah. you talk football, you talk hockey. Yes, yes, yes. In Australia, in South Africa, you talk rugby or cricket. You know, in my hometown of Perth, you talk, you talk AFL or cricket. Mm. But, you know, when you don't have uh, sport is not in schools in the Netherlands, which makes it hard as well. So... Look, we're always fighting for that kid 
to come into a cricket club and play cricket. And again, that's why this Super League was so important because, you know, I don't know about you, mate, but I got into cricket because when I turned the TV on, I saw Rod Marsh and Dennis Lilly playing. And, you know, that I wanted to be them. Mm. And and that's what we need. So, yeah, look, again, it's disappointing. But the Dutch, like I say, we're 11th in the world in, in ODI cricket. Yes, we had a disappointing World Cup recently in the T20, but things are going pretty well. I got into cricket because I saw Courtney Walsh and, and Ketley Ambrose no. bowling. Hey? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Those big but, boys. Uh, I had the unfortunate uh, situation where I actually had to face them at the Wacker <laughs> when I was playing for WA, so it wasn't much fun, let me Ooh. tell you. And on that pitch at the Wacker, that's just yeah. the fast bowlers. <laughs> it, it wasn't great because Ian Bishop was their backup as well. So, yeah, it, it was, it was a, a night in my memory that I clearly remember. Baptism of fire. Well, let's talk about your squad, coach. You have a few South Africans yep. in there, Rolf van der Merwe and Colin Ackerman, who we know very well here from domestic yep. cricket and from the Proteas. Rolf, obviously. How crucial have they been for the team and how crucial will they be on this tour in familiar conditions? Yeah, of course. You know, we're we're going to lean on their experience for sure. And you know, again, you'll say they're South African. I say they're Dutch because their parents <laughs> were Dutch, of course. So they're Dutch before they were South African. So um, they're, they're very proud of their Dutch passport. But in all honesty, look, they've been fantastic professional cricketers around the world for quite some time now. You know, they they loved playing in South Africa, and you know. Uh, things that happened and, and they decided to, you know, use their Dutch roots, I guess, to mm-hmm. go play in England. And I guess we're the big beneficiaries of that. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they really told, took all our younger players, especially under their wings and explained some of the conditions. And, you know, even we were lucky enough to play at Supersport Park the other day and mm-hmm. just, you know, getting wonderful conditions like you have here in South Africa for some of our youngsters, mate, they are used to playing on a mat. You know, we've only got six turf wickets in the whole of the Netherlands. And, you know, some of the boys play on a mat all the time. So it is a bit of an eye-opener. But, you know, hopefully, like I say, we're we're going to be really excited. Hopefully we don't get overawed by the situation. You know, we come out, we play our brand of cricket and be really competitive. And after the three ODIs, you know, we walk away either with a win or with, you know, hopefully the respect and admiration of all of South Africans because they've watched what they think has been three really good games of cricket. Wonderful. Talking about the youngsters, I see you've brought some youngsters to South Africa. Musa Nadim, uh, Boris also, and Clayton Floyd, who I believe is a slow left armour there. What do you hope they take from this tour? Will they play yeah. or are they here for experience? Look, I'll tell you now, the, the one kid that you need to watch is a kid called Buster Later. He, um, he basically is Dutch royalty. He comes mm-hmm. from Dutch royalty in the fact that his father, you know, played for the Netherlands for a number of years. He's the leading run scorer and all that in, in, in domestic leagues. And, you know, Bus has been one of our project kids for a number of years now. And mm-hmm. as a 21-year-old, look, he'll bat at number five. He'll probably bowl first change and he's probably one of the best fielders going round. And that's not putting too much pressure on him. <laughs> but uh, he, he is something very special that we think, you know, Again, a lot of the English county teams have been looking at him for for a while now. So he's one that'll be, you know, very useful. Mm. The other three, I'm not 100% sure if they're going to play yet. You know, they were brought here to get that experience of going on tours with us, you know, being involved, what goes into the, the, the life of an international cricketer. You know, they've had to sit through meetings and analyst situations, you know, trying to decipher mm. about the other players and all that sort of stuff. That's really new to a young guy in the Netherlands. So... 
you know, hopefully, and, and we have Ryan Tenderscarter here as yeah. well as, as one of the coaches. So, you look, they've spent a lot of time with them. Um, but, look, if they don't play this series, I can tell you they'll be playing a lot of cricket for the Netherlands very soon. Wonderful. And talking about Tendo, uh, who's part of the technical team, is retired now. How big a role, yeah. how big a gap does he leave, um, um, coach? Oh. And what role is he playing in your backroom staff? Look, oh, 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 I'm a bit of a, a, a romantic when it comes to sport, and it, it gets to me sometimes. But look, the, the facts are that the word great gets thrown around way too often in sport. You know, you have a good season, oh, he's a great player, this, that, and the other. But the word great, sums Ryan Tenderscarter up. He will go down as the greatest associate cricketer ever to play the game. His, mm. his numbers stack up. I think he's in front of Virat Kohli for ODI um, averages and things like that. He, he's just been an outstanding player for the Netherlands and, of course, for Essex. Um, we can't replace him. That, mm. That's the sad thing. We, we don't have those sort of players hanging off trees. So what we have to do is trying to find two or three blokes who can step up and take the role, I guess, and, and make up for some of his uh, what he's not going to bring to the table. I guess the old money ball theory will come into it. We're trying to replace him with three people. But, look, he, as a coach now, he, um, he, he's he been fantastic. And he's only just starting his coaching career. But I have no doubt that when <laughs> probably when the Netherlands come back to South Africa, you'll be talking to him as the head coach. And I, I'm just warming the seat for him, to be honest. But... Um, Look, I think he's got so much experience. Like I say, he's had those young kids the whole tour under his wing and, you know, they've learnt so much and he's been very, very careful about how he, you know, where he can fit in and what he talks about with the players. But, yeah, Tendo, um, he's a great man. He's a great man to have a beer with, which I try and do often because you can just bounce cricket stuff off him and, you know, you, you learn some amazing things. So I actually had the good thing because in my old days I was a wiki and he's actually doing his wicket-keeping course in his level three or whatever he's doing. But I actually had a couple of things on him. So I could actually teach him instead of him teaching me, which is a nice thing for, for a change. <laughs> and what a player he was. I mean, averaging over 65 in ODIs and um, averaging 24 with the ball in ODIs. That shows you the mark of a great player. And talking about coaches, Coach Ryan Campbell, um, you said at the presser today you'd like to rope in an Ino Kunkwe, who was a former Netherlands coach. How well do you know him and what value do you think he would bring to Dutch cricket? Yeah, look, Enoch, I think people forget that when I first took over, Enoch was actually the assistant coach. I knew, you know, I was in Hong Kong and uh, there was probably a a two-month gap before I could get to the country. So he actually was the head coach during that period of time and looked after the guys and, you know, he did a really nice job. And he, he was a guy who brought a tactical sense to the game and it wasn't, well, it was no surprise to me when, you know, he was recruited by the Lions. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the Lions. Lions, yes, yes. He won a few yeah. trophies. And he came and he, and he won trophies. And, and I was, for one, was not a, surprised at all. And, of course, he took over the Proteus there for a little while as well. So I was actually a bit surprised. I didn't realise he was back in the Netherlands. So I'm going to have to ring him up and say, what's going on, mate? Uh, I haven't got a call from you. So, you know, when, when you're in a, a, a cricket country as small as the Netherlands, you don't have a lot of cricket knowledge. That's the one fear factor that I do have, you know. So anyone with the the knowledge that Enoch has can be a massive asset to the Netherlands. And, yes, I'll I'll be ringing him up when I get home and uh, seeing what he's up to because I'm sure he could play a big part. 
And why would he go back to the Netherlands when it's summer here in South Africa? Oh, you know, <laughs> man, he must be he must be mad because he's uh, going home to I think it's five, like I said, four or five degrees and freezing. So <laughs> I'm sure he'd be not enjoying the cold like I don't. <laughs> wonderful, coach. Thank you for taking our call. Looking forward to a wonderful series against the Proteas. So you're saying what will make a good series for you? Just to see that the team give it its all. Look, absolutely, 100%. Um, look, I, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but I just think an upset's on the cards, mate. I just think something something tells me in my bones there could be, it could be a 2-1 or something like that. <laughs> don't know which way it's going to go, but it, I think it's going to be 2-1. Yeah, let's see what happens in that first game. You could catch them called there, uh, Coach Plus. It's a new-look team. That's your best chance on Friday. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thanks for taking our call. We appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Former Australian international Ryan Campbell, who's now coach of the Netherlands, speaking to us about their upcoming uh, ODI series against the Proteas, which starts on Friday. By the way, the SAA side is playing India A today. Uh, SAA were put into bed by India A in Mangawung. They posted 343-44. They went to stamps on 343-44. Peter Malan... um, Carrying his bet through, I guess, betting the whole day, 157, not out. Tony Dizozzi, 117. And they came together, actually, at 14 for two. I was following that on the streaming platform. And they put on over 200 odd for that third wicket. And then Jason Smith also came in. And he he's on 51, not out. So he'll resume tomorrow with Peter Malan, uh, 343 for three, uh, the SAA side. Playing for places also because India is coming here next month. So get a big score here. You could be in the reckoning for the Test Series against India. We, do we take another break? Do we have a break? We're going to talk football now quickly with the Sundowns ladies football player, Melinda Kadiet.